Howdy, folks. Welcome to Footnotes in the Conversation. My name's Nate, and this is the show where we provide a small footnote to a thinker whose name gets thrown around a lot in modern discourse. I'll tell you when and where they lived, who they were, and a few important things about their life. Then I'll give some context to their ideas. What are they responding to? What parts of their culture are they interacting with? And after that, I'll survey the biggest pieces of their thoughts. What fields of study were they interested in? And what are the most important takeaways from their work? Today's subject is Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche was born in 1844 in Leipzig in the Prussian province of Saxony, and he died at 55 years old in 1900 at Weimar in the German Empire. His father was a Lutheran pastor who died early in Nietzsche's life, and he had a brother, Joseph, who died at age two, and a sister, Elizabeth, who would foster him later in life when Nietzsche's lifelong illnesses got the better of him. Early and often, Nietzsche was plagued with various illnesses, such as short-sightedness, that almost made him blind and intense migraines. He initially studied to become a Lutheran minister at the University of Bonn, but in 1862, with a letter to his sister, he officially stepped away from the faith. Instead, he became a classical philology professor at the University of Basel, at age 24 for a decade, and is still one of the youngest tenured professors at the University of Basel. In this transition, he renounced his Prussian citizenship and for the rest of his life was stateless. After this decade, he survived off of his pension and with the help of friends, becoming an independent philosopher. While his health was seeming to improve, in 1889, Nietzsche suffered a mental breakdown that would last the rest of his life. After being transferred in and out of psych wards in his mother's home, his sister Elizabeth took him into her home, allowing visitors to come talk with this deranged, semi-famous philosopher. Nietzsche is responding in some part to the modernism, the rationalism that came off of the heels of the Enlightenment and how it relates to Christianity and objective truth and the ramifications that had on his culture. This modernism, to Nietzsche, is that one can know things without God, which Nietzsche thinks is false without having the foundation of God. There is no need for the universe to function objectively. This is where we get the phrase, God is dead and we have killed him. Nietzsche does not see this as a good thing, rather it represents the paradox of the Christian world that loves this modernism and rationalism, but does not realize the ramifications. Nietzsche is critical of this and two other large sections of Europe of the 19th century. First, he's critical of the hypocrisy of Christianity. He's also critical of the academic world, that is, looking at history so much that it forgets to make it. Modernist academics are caught in the desire to know everything, which keeps them from acting, from living, or fulfilling their purpose. For the goal of all mankind is to progress, to become better, the ubermensch, the better man or superman. Uh, and this is the third area, the general slothfulness of Europe. Man is at the doorstep to something greater. He's in the doorway of it. He's one foot in the past of being an animal and one foot in the future of being something greater. Nietzsche's philology, or love of language, deeply impacts how he writes. He writes aesthetically, using quips instead of long, drawn-out philosophical treatises. Nietzsche is fighting against the academic litigiousness, hyper-specificity of his time in how he writes by being vague and artistic in his message. Nietzsche's message generally is one of an optimistic atheism. That yes, God is dead and we have killed him, and that's going to cause problems, but He's prepping against a supposed nihilism. His ideas revolve around man finding meaning by himself, for himself, with himself. Once society figures out this contradiction that he sees, that there will be an intense lack of meaning in people's lives. And he tries to give direction where people can still find meaning through their own will. Nietzsche received relative fame in his own life, and he even had one biography written about him, but it wasn't until after he died that he truly got famous. 
People have taken all of his various works and ran in different directions. Because of the artistic style of his writing, it's really hard to get a clear image. There are wrong interpretations, though. For instance, Nietzsche was against the anti-Semitism and nationalism growing in Germany, but much of his work has been interpreted as being very pro-Nazi. That was the editing and reinterpreting done by Nietzsche's sister. That Nietzsche was pro-Nazi after his death and insanity. But one thing's for sure, Nietzsche is arguably one of the most influential philosophers from the 19th century. And you have just heard a quick footnote on Nietzsche, the stateless, atheist, optimistic philosopher. Thanks for listening. Take care.